Oh, by the way, I was in the backwoods of Michigan when I was recording this podcast, so I might sound robotic at some times, or it might cut out, so hang in there, but the audio quality should be good enough for you to get through it. Welcome to Entrepreneur, the podcast for Wizards of Eyes. I'm Dr. Raymond Brill with my co-host, Perry Brill, and we're here to bring you stories about Wizards of Eyes. Yes, what is a wizard, Dr. Brill? These are folks that you may have heard about, may not have heard about. These are people who are actually very successful in doing what they do in all aspects of eye care. We're not talking to self-proclaimed industry geniuses, experts, masters, or gurus because we're talking to wizards of eyes that make it happen each and every day. They are out there working every day in the labs, on the road, in the practices, in surgery suites, making lenses, making frames. Yes, we want to hear these back-of-the-house stories about innovation, entrepreneurship, and make you feel excited to do what you do. We want you to be energized about the whole eye care field. And this is not your big optical program. This is done out of the passion of our hearts. Please go ahead and subscribe to Entrepreneur, the podcast for Wizards of Eyes on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or your favorite app. Also, visit entrepreneur.com where you'll find our latest blogs and special video content. That's www.eyetrepreneur.com. A lot of us are wondering, should we sell glasses online? How important is it that we get outside of the four walls of our practice, our independent opticals, and start giving our patients what they want, the comfort of buying glasses at home? Uh, I know, you know when COVID uh, hit into action uh, in the earlier part of the year, all those e-commerce companies had a huge uh, uptick in sales, not only in eyeglasses, uh, it goes for dog food. It goes for Amazon. It goes for, you know, food in general, food delivery. And so as we transition into a new phase of uh, e-commerce, we need to learn how to sell in our practice. So I'm pleased to have the two co-founders of what I think is the best option for eye care professionals to sell online. And the software is called Optify Online. I want to welcome Dave Barton and Wes Goddard. Thank you. Thanks, Barry. Good to be here. Awesome. So I actually joined forces with you guys probably uh, first quarter of 2020, and I was super excited to start selling uh, glasses online because over and over, I would have patients that would they'd be in the exam room and they'd say, hey, I don't have time to shop right now. Uh, do you have your glasses online? And it would happen at least once a week. And I'm thinking, people want this. It, you know, they want to shop locally, get serviced locally, and they want to buy high-end glasses. They're not looking to buy necessarily a cheap pair online. They want to buy a, an expensive pair. So, Dave, tell me uh, your, your short optical background and why you chose to develop an e-commerce software made for independent optometrists and opticians. Yeah, thanks, Perry. So we, uh, so I've been in the optical industry for 16 years, um, working with brands uh, primarily. So Oliver Peoples, I was uh, head of product there, and uh, left and did consulting and launched a direct-to-consumer eyewear brand. 
And uh, that's where Wes and I were working together, you know, trying to grow a brand. It's uh, any single like distribution channel, whether it's online or wholesale, isn't enough in 2020. Actually, it hasn't been enough for the last probably five to 10 years. Uh, so we started leaning into wholesale and we started uh, going back to old relationships and selling our products through wholesale and online. And these wholesalers, these independent opticals started asking us, can we sell online? Can we use your software and sell glasses online? This is where Wes and I launched Optify out of uh, demand in the marketplace. It is, uh, it's kind of shocking if you think about it, how long it's taken uh, independent optical to embrace e-commerce. And with the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, it just pulled the curtain back and uh, really showed how insane it is that independent opticals have zero online presence when it comes to e-commerce. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. So and, you know, um, my practice Berlife Center is based in Kansas City. And even if I just go downtown and look at other boutiques, maybe it's, um, you know, female boutiques for like lotions and, and stuff like that or, or soap. Even these small little businesses selling soap locally are online. It's yeah, nuts. Yeah. Yet every independent optometrist or optician, uh, we might, might have a nice website, but there's nothing to do on the website except get the phone number and book an appointment. Right. No, absolutely. That's, um, that's you hit the nail on the head. It's uh, a lagging industry. Um, there's a ton of opportunity. Every independent optical has a database of patients. All of them are qualified to buy glasses or contact lenses. If your patient base is under 55 years old, all of those patients are already shopping online all the time and they're doing it increasingly. If you're not reaching out to try to sell them one of your products online, somebody else is. And uh, if you don't embrace it sooner than later, then you'll just get left behind. Right. So let's, let's jump right into like the 60 second audio demo of what Optify is. And for everybody that's listening, I highly suggest, and I'll put a link in the show notes to go um, if you just want that quick, dirty 60 second rundown, because uh, the video will, will do it justice. But yeah, what let's is play Optify, that, that quick explainer video that we put together. It'll give you kind of a high level uh, overview. It's like one minute long, so we'll play it out right now. So yeah, that that basically covers the high level of what uh, Optify is. It is turnkey software for optometrists to market to their patients and sell products online and move that sale between online and offline. So we're actually calling it uh, not just e-commerce, but hybrid commerce. If anything that the uh, pandemic showed us is that People uh, want to buy online. They do want to buy in person when they are, have high intent, when they, ex they expect to be able to find a product in an office that they're looking for, they'll go in. Uh, they don't want to linger and, and hang around um, locations like they used to. Maybe they will again, but all data is pointing to the fact that the things have changed permanently, at least to some extent. Uh, it was already going this way. Uh, click and collect, hybrid commerce. These are the things that uh, Optify is enabling. So just basically allowing the optometrist to serve their patients how that patient wants to be served. And okay. if history tells us anything, uh, it's that customers usually get what they want, which is right. convenience, 
not always, sometimes price, but it's, it's usually uh, one of those two. Yeah. Now, Wes, tell me why Optify has made it easy for practices to get online at affordable rates. Like, you know, I think five years ago, 10 years ago, you probably need to hire a developer and you had at least a six figure production cost, but now you can literally pay a, a small monthly fee and have your own like $2 million e-commerce store. Is that right? That's right. I mean, Dave, uh, there's a lot of investment that's gone into creating a, a platform that has fit and fulfillment with modern marketing uh, technology built in there to allow the independent optometrists to really just extend that practice outside of the four walls. And consumer behavior is always going to win, as Dave would say. And uh, if you talk to an, an investor or somebody who's had a, a win themselves as an operator in a business, they'll agree with that immediately. And if you don't give people the opportunity to do what they want to do, they just go somewhere else and, and find it. Um, but right now, if you, why is it easy? I mean, it, there's not a big lift for what we have built. Um, yeah, we kind of did all the work. Uh, we, we've you know, figured out what works, what doesn't work. And we've made it efficient for an independent operator of uh, an eye care practice to, with, you know, depending on how, orga how organized they are, maybe 30 to 60 minutes of time to get uh, invested from their staff to prepare their business to extend outside the four walls and have a beautiful modern site that showcases this significant investment that they've made. So there's really not any lift at all, really, other than downloading a couple CSV files and then giving us access to their domain. And um, it's pretty quick. So that's where it's a surprise. So, um, you know, I'm actually not from the optical industry and I've built other companies. And so my biggest, um, I'm always kind of perplexed. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second, you have tens of thousands of dollars in, in product. You've invested in your brick and mortar. You either own the building or you're renting. You got equipment in there. You have staff you're paying. It'd be equivalent to not putting a sign on the, on the wall. So when people drive by, they don't even know what the heck you do. And so yes. that's kind of what now that they have the ability to effectively put their product online and allow their current patient base that they've worked so hard to get to look at it and shop the way that some of them want to shop is to me, I'm like, what the heck? I don't understand some people. <laughs> Why would you not do this? I mean, the barrier to entry for us is probably, or sorry, the, the, the monthly you know, outlay of cash on this massive investment of time and money that, that Optify has done uh, for, for an independent optometrist is equivalent to them selling you know, maybe one or two frames, maybe three, but it's probably, they probably, you know, a lot of times, small business owners are probably just blowing more money on inkjet printing mistakes, you know, because it's like liquid gold. <laughs> oh my god! What well, I spend, yeah, I mean, an average practice easily spends between one to three hundred dollars a month on toner. Yeah, toner. So it's, <laughs> it's toner or an ex like a, your whole collection, you know, for people to look at. I don't even yeah. get. There's not even like yeah. common sense. I mean, in some ways, 
you know, it's interesting because I was also, you know, everyone knows who Warby Parker is now. Warby Parker is an e-commerce brand that has, it's one, in, it's one independent, it's one brand. It is not even close to being the biggest brand that you and your peers have access to. It's just one brand with limited, you know, options where, you know, an independent optometrist has access to the best brands and the biggest brands and the most well-known brands in the world. Not everybody knows who Warby is, but Warby just got $245 million in August of investment, more investment capital for a reason, because, you know, uh, Silicon Valley knows that there is an opportunity right now to grab the attention of what Dave and I know is the, one of the biggest assets that, you, that every independent optometrist has. The most valuable thing that they have is data. And the data is all these patients. You know, you have all their data. And Warby would pay a this amount of money for that. So what, what you mean by data is you have first name, last name, cell phone numbers, work phone numbers, addresses, uh, insurance information. So if we were to go out there and buy this data, it would cost us thousands and thousands of dollars. But the beauty of healthcare is when patients come into the practice, they don't have an option. They have to give us this information. It's part of submitting health claims. It's just it's part of doing business, right? Right. So what, what are we going to do with this data? We're not even utilizing it. Uh, no. Maybe send somebody a happy birthday card. <laughs> but what is that happy birthday card doing for you? It's doing nothing, right? This is one of my main concerns about optometry is we always, there's a lot of doom and gloom. People are like, oh, we're getting crushed. Our reimbursements aren't going up. You know, the vision plan's not paying us more. But we have to think differently. We have to think, what can I do? And one thing you can do is up your retail game. And the chances of you getting more patients in your office is, is slim. So why not use digital marketing and try to sell more retail goods? If you Okay, so let's say somebody comes in with their vision plan once a year. So you're going to sell them one pair of glasses a year, right? The chances that they come back to you to buy their second pair are pretty slim. They're probably going to go somewhere else that's more convenient, whether it's online or maybe a, a place closer to their house. So I think the beauty of selling glasses online is maybe it's summertime. Well, it's fall now, but... um you know, we're all working inside more on the computer. So let's say you want to market to someone blue light glasses via email, but now not only can you market via email, you're going to send them a link to shop on your e-commerce store. Right. Um, so that's, that's the only way to increase revenue is really do it digitally. You can't shove more patients through the door unless you're going to hire another doctor and the doctor is going to cost you $130,000 minimum. Right. Yeah. And, you know, the data is, is all that patient information that's protected. I mean, you guys have what I would call not gold data. It'd be like platinum data, especially if the patient is uh, active, you know, at some level, because you can meet them where they're at through marketing. You know, if they're a walkout, for instance, let's say they come in to get the prescription, like what are, what are people doing right now to cap recapture that walkout revenue? Are they, are they calling them? Are they emailing them? Are they sending a marketing when they leave with their prescription to go to Costco, to go to Warby, to go somewhere else? They know these incumbent, you know, e-com brands know that there's an opportunity right now to grab the attention of, of the patients that all these independent optometry practices or ECPs have worked so hard to get those patients 
you know, into their office in the first place and acquire them. So the acquisition cost of a patient is very high. And it's really high if you don't have any of their information, you got to spend a tremendous amount of money to market to them. But what the, the independents can do, and they're not doing is, you know, the best uh, prospects they have are their current prospects, you know, and oftentimes they have thousands of them that they're not engaging on a consistent enough basis outside of, hey, come in and get your, you know, your exam or whatever, um, you know, through second pair marketing through, you know, um, sunglasses, whatever it is, you know, blue light, like I don't wear prescription, but I'm wearing blue light right now. And so um, there's just a big opportunity to activate and unlock revenue. And it's not going to replace their business, but this is, it's no, it's, you know, e-commerce is, uh, is up 22% right now as a whole marketplace, you know, since the pandemic, you know, hit and, and it's not going to change. We, you know, the, the, the wealth, you know, the most, the wealthiest guy in the world is he's got an e-commerce business, you know, and it's based on the fact that the, it's data. That's what makes it so valuable. So the data that, that an optometrist has is really valuable for them. It's not going to replace the business. But, you know, it's a great way to extend the lifetime value of a patient uh, to keep that relationship going, you know, through touching them. And it's, you, know, you don't need to hire a new, um, you know, a whole business to, to, to manage what we do. You don't even need to hire another staff member. You just need somebody to actually pay attention to it a little bit. And how you do anything is how you do everything. So, um, you know, the people that are motivated, we see it with our, with our clients, like they're, they're getting creative around leveraging the the, the platform and it's only going to continue to evolve. And um, those relationships that uh, you initially got are going to continue to, they're going to either reactivate, hopefully some of them and, uh, or they're going to stick. And that's what you want. You know, you want to extend that value that, that um, the patient's worth. So I want to talk about next, let's get into just more of the fundamentals of how easy it is to get online. So Dave, so what, what I'm hearing is, when they sign up with a program like Optify, the optometrist or the optician is selling their own inventory, right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. And then to get their inventory online, they basically go into their practice management software, EHR, and they export it into a CSV file. It's, it's like an Excel file, right? Yep. And then you go and source all the images for all the brands, whether it's a little boutique brand or a major brand, you're, you're able to find those high quality, high resolution images. That's correct. Yeah. And now tell us about well, so let's say it's Joe's eyewear is the name of the, the, the optical. How is that website hosted? Is it private? Is it white labeled or is it going to say Optify or what is it going to say? Yeah. So, so like, as you heard in that, uh, that it's the video, but this, this, the talk track to it, um, it lives at your subdomain. So if you're joesoptical.com, it's shop.joesoptical.com. Uh, that's where it would be. And uh, your, we would do what you suggested, upload the, the uh, data uh, into uh, our system to populate it with all the frames that you have. Um, we get uh, the majority of them on your site. Uh, depends on, it can vary from optical to optical. Uh, we've seen um, 90% of inventory uploaded. Um, we've seen much lower numbers than that if it's uh, old inventory. So it really depends on how um, fresh your inventory is. But you can put any pair of glasses you own on your website. So that's the important thing to know. So this is this is really key. Like what, what I'm going to tell you right now is is Shopify and WooCommerce and all of these other companies. 
you, they don't have this white glove process that we have. So if you were to go and get yourself uh, some, you know, generic e-commerce platform, you're going to have to do all this by yourself. You either have to take the pictures, find the pictures, upload the data. It's going to be thousands and thousands of dollars for one optical to do it. So, but with working with us, we're aggregating so many of these opticals uh, share collections. Um, you know, they all carry Tom Ford or whatever it is. Uh, a bunch of them do. Some carry Ray-Ban, some carry uh, Salt, uh, Bar whatever it is. Um, we are able to help you uh, populate your site um, by working together as a group. So that's key. So it would take an optical thousands and thousands of dollars just to populate one website. And that's why they don't do it. Right. Time for a little advertisement here. Woo -woo. We're going to be talking about the need for outsourcing bookkeeping and private practice. Many of you probably use QuickBooks and most of you probably do your own bookkeeping. You know, you're entering check payments, you're reconciling bank accounts, credit cards, doing all this bill pay stuff, making your own profit and loss statements. But number one, are you doing it correctly? And number two, are you working at a doctor wage? Are you working at a bookkeeper wage? So think about that. Always work at the highest wage possible, and that's seeing patients. So if you want to outsource your bookkeeping, get your life packs. Don't worry about it. Let the pros do it. Go to the link in the show notes, and I will link you up with a professional bookkeeper who does optometry bookkeeping. It changed my life. And it will change yours too. Feel good about getting rid of that task that you just don't care about. It's boring. Come on, guys and gals. So go to the link in the show notes. At least talk to someone about bookkeeping and how it can really clean up your reports, have beautiful profit and loss statements to manage your practice. So I know when I onboarded with you, it was just simple. You took uh, purple... Uh, is kind of one of our colors in the optical. And you took our purple color and you mirrored that onto our e-commerce store. So it's a very seamless experience. It appears that you're really on the same website. You see my logo. My hours are down at the bottom of the page. Nothing changes. That's right. That's right. So the patient, this is key. The, the patient instinctively understands they're on your website. They're not on a, another, you know, site. So. Yeah everything they so, see you so they're not they're not they're not sitting there googling what is optify because they have no idea optify even yeah. so so yeah. one of the key i want to get into the whole sales process um i think one of the things about online optical is doctors and opticians are going to say well what about the measurements how do we know if the frame fits should we do virtual try on should we do the warby model of sending frames home tell me how you went through this decision-making model of what's the best way to fit a patient virtually. Got it. Yeah, that's really important. So um, online companies that are pure online, they, um, they kind of guess. Sometimes you just type in your PD. You're like, you're like meaning like, or, or they use the average, which is kind of insane. Um, might work for a really light prescription enough, but most people um, will struggle and have visual acuity problems if you go, you know, the online route, once you get up to a certain prescription power or certain sensitivity. 
So those, you know, all doctors know that that those measurements are important um, and they get more important as prescriptions get stronger. So what we do is uh, our software enables the doctor to ship a frame to that patient's house to try on at home. And when they have that frame, they take a picture in it and our patented software uh, is allows them to extract the PD, SAG and OC so they can accurately build those lenses. Um, if you guess where those go, you end up playing a remake game. It can be very expensive um, unless you are a big online company that buys cheap lenses and just trashes them when they don't work. So uh, we don't play that game. We make sure it's done accurately uh, because the doctor understands that it has to be done accurately. So that's, that's one um, home try-on. Uh, during that process, you're able to weed out people that can't perceive what that frame looks like on their face. So they're actually uh, trying it on, seeing how it feels, how it actually looks and feels uh, on their face. So they're very unlikely to return that product, meaning like for a refund or have a problem with it. Uh, virtual try-on, on the other hand, uh, is sort of like virtually trying on shoes or pants or a shirt, like kind of can tell what it looks like, but until you actually have that on, you're not, com you're not a committed buyer. You expect really, really liberal return policies. And if you look at the big e-commerce companies, their return rates are really high because they, um, yes. they basically are doing home try-ons and they just refund. So we basically don't play the virtual try-on game. Optify doesn't. Uh, if, if you're an optical and you currently have it through some other plugin, that's fine. It kind of helps uh, a patient just sort of have fun trying on glasses but they're not really high intent patients. And uh, I'd be very wary um, building a pair of prescription glasses based around a virtual try on purchase. So, Right, so the process for patients to buy glasses, so they would go to, let's use the joeseyewear.com example. They would go to shop.joeseyewear.com. It would list, you know, let's say he's selling 10 brands It'd show, show the brands. Mm -hmm. The patient would pick out like three frames, put it into the shopping cart, and they hit purchase. So let's say it comes up to $600 total for the three frames. You would then put a, what, a, a hold on the credit card or tell me about that process and then shipping locally, how do we do that? Uh, so we, we, we're approaching it from, we've done a lot of testing on customer behavior and uh, they really want to know what kind of, they wanna look awesome in their glasses, that's it. They just. Obviously they want to see clear, but they kind of take clearly, they take that for granted. They want to look great in their glasses. So what we focus on is show them your glasses and encourage them to do a home try on. And you will have the opportunity as the doctor to give them a quote for the price uh, during that process. Everybody in um, uh, every patient in independent optical seems to pay a different price for the same pair of glasses. That's really important. They all spend different amounts of money. Vision insurance, lens uh, that's that they need for their prescription, coatings that are chosen, house brands, name brands, all of these things affect the price. So it's very important to focus on what matters to the consumer. One, they generally want to know what they're going to pay. That's your frame price. And they know if they have a strong prescription or not. They want to know if they look great in these glasses to so send them to their house to try on. During that process, give them their final price based around all these tools that you already have as an independent optical, which is really important. It is 
totally uh, unappreciated, I think, in the independent op optical space, how many tools you have to provide pricing to your patients. You're able to leverage a lot of different levers in your office through lens labs, through vision plans, et cetera, et cetera. This has not been exposed to the customer outside of the four walls of your office at all, unless they call you and wait on the phone for a quote so, or show up to your office. So you need to be able to present to them a price. So during that home try-on process, they get a price. They know exactly what they're going to pay. Uh, they do their measurement photo. They send the glasses back. You build the lenses as you normally would, however you do. And um, they pick them up or, or you uh, ship them to their house. That's like the basic fundamental way that this works. Okay. And you can even, I know even on the Optifice platform is patients can go online and actually request a quote with their vision plan. That's so, correct. They can do that. And that, that's exactly, okay. so they'll know transparency. So basically the patient, the, patient says, the patient says, I have a vision insurance plan. The doctor most likely already has their vision plan ID number on file. So it's just a matter of the optician looking it up and sending the quote back to them over the internet. So that's right. Yeah. And you can do it on your time too. You don't have to stop everything you're doing and drop everything and pick up the phone and <laughs> answer a call. We have a, a customer standing in front of you, you know, and have to say, I'll call you back. Like you could just fill in your uh, insurance request at the end of the day. Yeah. Now, now Wes, um, I know we always hear the concern as this is just going to completely disrupt my optical. My opticians are going to be so busy processing these e-commerce orders. I'm going to have to hire like another person. But what I hear you saying is that it does not disrupt the workflow at all. It actually makes it easier. Yeah. Depending on how they use the software, it can make it easier because you can save time by embedding the link and having the glasses prepared in the patient's shop when they come in for like an exam, for instance. Um, but the only time that the workflow changes is when somebody, you know, requests, they signal they're interested in buying um, and that, and they want to do it at home. And so if you want to keep that patient, consumer behavior should win, which means you send it to them and that takes a couple minutes um, to send. It's kind of like taking out the mail anyways. It's not a big thing. It's all sort of prepared and it's, you know, it's kind of packaged up ahead of time. Um, but that's the only time that the workflow changes. The staff, maybe, you know, Dave and I were talking about this today. Actually, the staff really, you know, needs to dedicate maybe if, if there's one person that they can put that already is doing whatever they're doing, spending maybe 15, 10 or 15 minutes a day on or even a week to kind of like pay attention to it and, and learn patterns and look for opportunities to leverage it. It's going to increase revenue. Uh, it's going to increase people coming back into the office that otherwise would have been lost. If somebody is buying online, that is, and you don't give it to them or you, you know, or, or they actually signal they want to buy it. That, what that means is that person was likely a lost sale or lost client um, because that's how they want to shop. Keep every one of them, you know? And so that's kind of the deal. So it doesn't really change the workflow at all. Wes is like totally right. Like this is, these are patients that are signaling they're interested in buying something from, from you. So that could, whether they buy on your website or they come back into the office, that's, that's what your software enables. Right. And I think the frustrating thing about people shopping in the office is you could go through a 45 minute optician sales presentation fitting. And then at the very end, they say, I got to ask my husband. I got to ask my wife. Let me FaceTime my mom. 
now you got the, the chances of that person coming back are very slim. What I love about the e-commerce method is it's like very high percentage that they're going to buy something. Yeah, they will. And it depends on what's convenient for them on how they end up doing it. Um, that's the key. So we talk about this, Wes and I, we're like, people don't just sort of like walk by their optometry office on a Saturday afternoon and mosey on in and try on some glasses, right? They usually do it when they have an appointment. Those sales end up at Lens Crafters or Costco or some optical that's spending a lot of money on uh, some high traffic you know, real estate. So this puts you right back in the game. You're reaching out to them. You know when they have a new prescription, you know who they are, you save them a lot of time and headache because they don't have to go collect their prescription and go elsewhere. Um, you can just market to them and have them shop on your site and they will either convert on the site or they will go back into your office if they know there's something that they want and yeah. they know what the price is. So uh, this, this does not happen right now. Yeah. Something that I just want to address for all everybody listening is you may be concerned that you're selling on glasses online and a lot of brands have told you, no, no, you can't do that. But I think what COVID is teaching every um, frame company out there is that we have to get online. It's, this is very important to do this. You know, if, if COVID comes back at a higher intensity in, uh, this fall, like what are we going to do? Like we, we got to make these frames available and easier accessible. Yeah. There's a sense of urgency right now because of COVID, but Wes and I talk about this, we're like, this is already happening. It just was happening every month, every year. It just chips away at your business and uh, it hasn't been addressed. And now it's all of a sudden right in everybody's face that why didn't we do that? I mean, that's the number one thing we get from new accounts is I wish I did this six months ago or eight months ago. Yeah. So this all sounds very complicated, but like you said, you have a, a white glove onboarding experience. Tell us from start to finish, like when you sign up for Optify, uh, it's a monthly fee, right? Is that how it works? We don't have to get into pricing, but at least the model, what's your model for uh, pricing? The monthly, there's an onboard fee and a monthly fee. Uh, um, okay. It's probably depending on your average order value, it's one to maybe four frames a month that are attributed to the software, whether they're converting a sale online or they're converting a sale back into the office. Because the great thing about this, it's where it's different than the e-commerce companies that we think about is those companies are shipping all over the country, for instance. This is shipping like down the street. So, you know, oftentimes they'll ship it to their house and then they'll just drive back in and so, you know, they're bringing in even because it's like, oh, I'm driving to baseball practice with my kid or whatever. Back when baseball yeah. was, a, was happening, <laughs> literally got canceled. I just got an email about that today. Um, but you understand what I'm saying. So it's just convenient. It's, you know, omni-channel. You're giving the patients uh, the ability to, to choose and put them in a position of choice. And if you don't, again, if, you, if, they, if the independent optometrist doesn't do this, then they're just going to go somewhere else, you know? And even if you, even if, even if that city or their patient base was not like really active through it, like that's something that should just always be there. Even if it's not, you know, it, no. certain areas is going to, you know, people are going to respond differently, but, but it's just 2020. Like if you're selling a product and you don't have it online, you know, it's like, it's like being on a horse and buggy on the freeway or the turnpike. You're just way. Tell, me, tell me how are our patients going to find our e-commerce, uh, 
store. You know, like it, let's say I've been going to an eye doctor for three to five years. I'm not going to go on my eye doctor's website ever again, except the initial time, right? So are you doing email blasts? Are you doing text messages? How are we notifying our current patient base saying, yo, uh, we have frames online now, go check them out. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, so there's three main things that uh, you would do. Um, one is just put a link on your website. That's a good start in your social, wherever you do that. Two is make sure that you're utilizing the software to send out messages. So whether th that's literally like Wes said, it's 15 minutes, even a week, you're going to see benefits. One staff member, 15 minutes a week, download, upload, send the message. And Optify will send emails and text messages on your um, behalf, comes from your office, and then people click through. And then the third one is when patients come in, and this is what we're getting a lot right now, when patients are ready to come in, uh, embed a link into the reminder uh, software that you use or however you do it, you know, like emails, and encourage them to do an in-office try-on, request one before they come into your office. Uh, it'll save you a ton of time. You'll probably be able to squeeze more appointments in. Uh, we've already seen capture rates increase dramatically in office. Patients appreciate it because they don't really want to hang out in the office right now waiting for, uh, you know, someone else to stop trying on a frame so you can clean it and they can try it on. So just have those frames ready. Those are the three things. Put it on your site, send out emails and uh, have them do an in-office try on before the exam. Okay. Who would ever thunk? that we would buy groceries online and have strangers pick out our apples and our oranges and our broccoli, or that we would get in the car with a complete stranger to take an Uber or Lyft ride 30 minutes away because we had too many drinks. Also, who would have ever thought that now the most important time to start selling glasses online? You know, it's been against optometry rules forever. You gotta provide the best care, it's gotta be in person, and you have to do it my way or the highway, because doctor said so, or optician said so. Well, times have changed. If we wanna expand our revenue within optometry, we have to sell online. We have to sell contacts, solutions, everything. And glasses are quite hard to sell online because you know it's really personalized, the fit, um, the way it looks, but E-commerce has made it so easy and the barrier to entry is literally zero today or a few hundred dollars. I'm going to be introducing you to a company called Optify. You're going to be talking to the two, you're, you're going to be listening to the two co-founders, Dave and Wes, who are personal friends of mine. And I hope you choose after this podcast to reach out to them. Please, please, please schedule a demo. It will blow your mind how you can increase your office revenue. Go to the link in the show notes to uh, to sign up for a demo and get more information. One thing I, I want to mention is, so when you originally launched Optify, you thought everyone wanted to buy the glasses or do like a pre-purchase, have them sent to their house so they can try them on at home. And I think what you realize through your research phases is a lot of people want to pre-select the glasses on the internet a day be ahead of yeah a lot of the people that are there the people that choose to shop prior to coming in um, that's a very popular feature it saves time money and it puts them in a buying atmosphere buying mindset when they come in as opposed to just like an exam mindset and so there's already work done and it saves time it's efficient and it allows the doctor to do more work essentially 
they want to see more patience yeah. that'll eventually iron itself. Do you out. have a um do you have a benchmark where you see a certain percentage of revenue going online for independent optometrists? You know, let's say by year 2023, should we have do you see us selling 20% online? 30%? Yeah, I mean, so I would ask your your each author what I mean, even for your practice, Perry, like what percentage of your patients are 55 and under years old? If you had to guess. Probably 50%. So 55 to like 90 years old is your other 50% of your patients? Yes, I would say so. Okay. So 55 and younger are Gen X millennials. They're already shopping online. You should be able to get at least five to 10% of them to buy something on your website if you tried hard enough. And that's additional sales that you should be able to get. Those people, everyone's aging, right? So that percentage of your patients is just going to increase every year. Um, everyone's getting older. So um, that's, that's the key is focus on the, send it to everybody, you know, as Wes would say, even like his 90 year old grandmother is buying stuff on Amazon these days, but um, focus on those 55 and younger, uh, we prioritize our marketing to appeal to that age demo. Shopping for eyeglasses is fun and should be fun. Um, they look at it differently, that age demographic. They're totally used to buying online. They are already online looking for glasses, already doing homework and research and looking <laughs> for products. And focus on that. You should be able to sell that much to that demo right now and you should expect that demo to increase every single year yeah and, and if it's not you know at right. the level that you wanted to then you there's opportunities within your organization because everyone's a little different and so you know you look at 10 different ecps and they're going to have 10 different sort of results anyways and so as you're looking at patterns and trends just the way you do when people are walking in you do it the same way with the software and then you make other considerations like hey you know what about our what kind of frames are in our collection? How often are we doing this? You know, it's all the little things, you know, that, that matter, but it's not, it's something that's an essential part of business if you're selling products in 2020 and beyond. So there are already 5% of them are doing it, you know, of the, of patients, 5%, that's the, about the number, I think, uh, you know, but if, if you think about 5% of, a, of your patient base and you have 10,000 people in your EHR system, that's 500 patients that are, <laughs> that's a lot, <laughs> you know, like how long did it take you to get those 500 patients? So, so, you know, you, you need to keep that in my opinion, you know, you need to keep that as an option. And so my background has always been in, you know, driving the revenue part of it, of the businesses and building that section of it. And, um, you know, you, you want to have different lanes for the patients to get in. And unfortunately this industry has kind of been, you know, boxed in, and uh, some of the ECPs are, it's like death by a thousand cuts, you know, but now this gives the ECP and the OD some tools to compete, you know, uh, and sort of stay connected. And, you know, that's really important. And just touching them on a daily basis or not, sorry, not a daily basis, but touching your patients at some level, you know, when they enter back into that buying cycle, don't you want to be in the consideration pool these days? And if you're not offering up multiple lanes, the, op, the likelihood of you not being in the consideration pool to extend the value of the patient is higher. So I mean, meaning you're more likely to not keep that patient. You're more likely to lose that sale to somebody else who's willing to invest in your patients 
options if you're not. Yeah, agreed. I, I mean, there's, I had an interesting story. You guys, maybe you'll end up cutting this out, but um, just real, real quick, if, as quick as I can. I had a, a potential uh, account ask me during um, a Q&A, have you ever owned uh, an optical retail store? Because he was trying to like say like, you know, you don't really understand my, um, my, my challenges and things. And I thought for a second, I was like, oh, I, I haven't. But I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I have. I've owned for eight years an online optical retail uh, store and sold thousands and thousands of glasses over that uh, retail store. And I, I, you know, got off the phone. I was like, wow, I should have really come back quickly on that and said, have you ever sold online? Because he was looking at me like, you know, how do I know his patients are going to buy online? And I'm looking at him going, I cannot believe this is such a hard decision for you um, because if I owned your retail, if you just put me in charge of your office's online optical, I will single-handedly with Optify increase your revenue, you know, very quickly. It's not that hard, but it takes a little bit of commitment and some force. Just people haven't seen it work. I've seen it work. I mean, and, and it's way harder for a, 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 a direct-to-consumer optical company to sell to your patients because you have to get them to go to you, get an exam, leave your office, shop online, and complete a purchase by transferring their information over to you. That's a huge hurdle. And I don't think independent opticals really understand that advantage that they have. And meanwhile, those companies are just sitting there picking off patients at will uh, building large businesses because independents aren't doing anything. So if anybody ever asked me, do I have experience selling, you know, glasses? I'm like, yeah, eight years of selling online. And I can't believe you're not doing it yet. You're just making, you're, you're, you're basically handing business over to your competitors. Like your business for the monthly fee that we charge is not going to go out of business because you're paying Optify for a website. But it might if you continue not to participate in online. Just see what happens. Another five years, another 10 years go by. You might wonder what happened to your uh, ability to serve your patients. It just slowly whittles away and faster with COVID now. So anyway, that's yeah. my, my little story. Just lean into it. 15 minutes a day, one staff member. I know that they're, I mean, I, I hire opticians. You know, there's probably opticians listening, no offense, but I know that it's like your day is full, 15 extra minutes is going to be tough. It's like, you know, you don't see the, the, you're not face to face. So it's a little different feeling, but spend that 15 minutes, send out your emails, answer your insurance requests. And over time, you're going to see um, your business fundamentally change. Yeah. And I, I think I want to make the point, you know, once you flip on the Optify switch, it's not going to be like got 20 orders a day coming in. It's going to take a while to train your patient base. Hey, you now have a pl- safe place online where you can buy online and get service in, in store. Whether let's say the nose pad came off or it's turning green or their hinge is loose, you know, they can go in and, and get that service. And that's something that Zenny and I buy direct and all these other companies don't have. So it's a leg up. So I just want to finish up here. Uh, so with your onboarding process, you make importing the inventory super easy. You train the staff, you get the logos, the colors right, and then you hop on Zoom and you train. And is, is it that simple? Yeah. Like 60 minutes okay. training the staff. It's, you know, it's, it's, we, we built it to, um, you know, be OD 
or optician proof, meaning like, hey, we, we don't want to, we built it, we built it to help the industry. I mean, that's why we're here. You know, we're trying to help solve a problem. And so we realized that through our partners that we were sort of going, you know, with the e-com brand, we're like, hey, you know, and Dave knows it really well because he's been on both sides. And so for me, I was like, oh, wow, these guys are getting like caned. <laughs> as my friends in the UK would say, like all over. And um, there's, I can't believe how many what ifs, because it's kind of a, you know, that's always my thing. I was like, why are there so many like, you know, like this has been something they've been talking about. It's like, it's like inside talk, like banter, you hear it on forums even. And it's like, hey, there's a solution right now. They're looking for like ways to, they're just skittish about it. Like, oh, what about inventory? What if somebody buys it? or wants a, wants a, 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 a try on, and then it's not on my board, you know, like all these things. I'm like, <laughs> that's an easy solution. It's like, how do you handle it now? You know, it's like, what if somebody comes in at 10 a.m. Yeah, you pick up the phone and you, you call them, you talk to them. Yeah. So yeah. it's pretty easy. You know, I mean, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to reach out to you after the podcast. And they're going to say, well, what if the seg height is not, you know, what if it's 21, but you know, I'm actually measuring at 20 and a half, you know, these little half a millimeter differences in our life, they don't matter. Uh, we have to learn to accept proficiency, a certain level of proficiency. We're not always going to nail it at 100%. You know, we might be at 99.9 and accept it. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's an art meets science industry anyway, right? That's what it is. It's art meets science. It's uh, there's science around it. You're bending light. You're fixing vision. But there's also an art side too, which is, you know, Sally is so, so she likes her bifocal a little higher. I mean, that's, that's art. That's knowing somebody that's personalization and that, that you can retain by keeping your relationship with your patient. Otherwise, Sally is going to go to Zenny and bring her bad glasses back to your office. You're yeah. And you know, what if, what if, you know, whenever I, somebody doesn't, I, for me, I'm kind of like, Hey, this is a, this is designed to be a revenue producing expense and over time it should you know increase in value if uh that's what we hope for that's what the that's what we started it for but you know if you don't take that move to adapt and we've all heard it and i don't know that that's going to happen because people prefer their independent optometrists they prefer to go see them but you know, it was great, but you know, you've heard it like innovate and, and adapt or die. And so this is not new stuff, but the fact that people continue, if anybody is listening to this and, and they're like, well, I want to wait, like the best time to invest was yesterday. So why would you ever wait? Because you have, you know, oh, we're going to hire somebody and we got to get that done. Or we're going to, we got new equipment. Like you don't have to do anything with this. It's like, it takes 30 minutes in the front end, all of a sudden, for 60 minutes, we put you on the Zoom calendar and your team is trained. And now you have an entire practice extending outside. I mean, uh, your collection extending outside the four walls of your practice. Like there's really not a lot of work. There's not a lot of thinking. And my, my thing is like, man, you know, a lot of people, some people overthink this. It's like they've been waiting for it. And it's because they don't know it. And so, you know, oftentimes if someone doesn't know it, they don't use it. They don't understand it, They don't use it. This is something that we built that everybody can use from the patients to the staff, uh, even to the owner operator that's not even going to touch it. You know, anybody can figure that, figure out this stuff. It's really simple. We do it for our partners. And that's another thing is anybody that we work with, we really want to look at them as part of our team uh, because we want to see them win, you know? And, and so for me, I was like, Hey, there's a 
there's some enemies out there, <laughs> you know, there's some frenemies and then some enemies that they've been dealing with. And we just, we have like, you know, my kids playing games and like, Oh, I got this skin. I got this really sweet weapon. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, we're going to give them a weapon. If you will, like how you ever want to look at it. I'm like, let's, let's game this and let's get in the game and get these people on the field instead of sitting on the sidelines, watching, <laughs> watching it go by, you know? Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, and yeah. I Nothing's perfect. And I'm not saying that we're perfect, but we're, I, I confidently believe we're the most perfect solution you're going to find in optical e-commerce. And, yeah. and that's, that's basically, and we're only getting better every day. And uh, as a group, it makes it happen faster. So get in the game. You're going to be ahead of your competition. Um, it's, it's where you needed to be a few years ago. So don't wait, you know, for perfection. Yeah. Um, but just, yeah, get in the game. So I know everybody, most people listening here, they, they have a contact lens e-commerce store that they bought. They have potentially a, another store to sell like eye drops and other miscellaneous, you know, dry eye heating packs and stuff. And your missing component is an iris store. So once you have all those three, you have the power to sell 24, seven, 365, whether so, you know, someone's in their, whitey tidies on their couch, let them order glasses, you know, they're drinking beer, let them order glasses. Uh, what? So you don't want them to walk into your office like that, but they shouldn't be able to look at your frames. <laughs> Wes, Wes is welcome in my office and his whitey tidies anytime. So. Oh yeah. Borat has nothing on me. <laughs> don't our office like that yet, but I don't know. Like, anyway, so. It. Donis um, revealing himself to you, Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right, guys. So if people want to hop on the train, the e-commerce train, choo-choo, and, and get going. Did you like that one? I like that. Can we use that, Perry, on our ads? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, how should they contact you? I'm going to put a link to in the show notes. People can watch the demo video. There's a short one and a long one. Uh, I'll put a link to your website. But do you have any other ways you want people to contact you to ask questions, get a demo? Yeah, so um, optifyonline.com, optifyonline.com. Uh, just click watch demo um, and you can enter in your information and then we'll contact you. Uh, you can, any of these videos you watch at the end, you can book a time um, with one of our staff members to. Uh, give you more info. Uh, you can goes right into uh, their calendar or you could, uh, you can email Wes or I, I mean, Wes at optifyonline.com or Dave at optifyonline.com. And we'll, uh, we'll be happy to answer any questions. Okay. And what, one last big question here. Everyone's going to wonder, are you owned by Eslor? Totally. They own 110% of us. Just kidding. No, they, we have, we have bootstrapped. We have, mortgaged our houses, put all of our money on our credit cards and built this software to get fitted. And um, we have no outside uh, investors that are in, you know, from like the optical industry. The only ones are actually some optometrists um, have joined us, which has been great. Um, but no, we're not owned by big optical at all. Okay. And the good news is, is we have some behind our backs um, we've had, you know, customers say, are you going to be around for a while? Well, yes, we are. We have, as Wes says, we're pot committed. We have everything in this. 
We have to succeed. We are betting on on our partners and independent optical that they are going to move into present times and and uh, have an online presence. We are 100% committed to making that happen. So, but we need to work with you. We can't do it by ourselves. This brings us to the end of another episode of Entrepreneur, the podcast for Wizards of Eyes. Go ahead and click over to our website, entrepreneur.com, or head over to Facebook to join our special Facebook group, Entrepreneur. See you there.